minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The Cadillacs were all lined up in the driveway Minks of many colors were on display The caterer was the best that money can buy It was David Cohen's bar mitzvah day It was David Cohen's bar mitzvah day Uncle Abe flew in from Cincinnati And Becky drove up from Miami Beach The rabbi was watching with a tear in his eye As David Cohen read his bar mitzvah speech As David Cohen read his bar mitzvah speech I want to thank the rabbi, my mother, and my father. Today I am a man by Jewish law. I accept all of my Jewish obligations. I acknowledge that there is only one God. I acknowledge that there is only one God.
done by Shamayim. That's the name of the group, Shamayim. They're a duet, if I'm not mistaken, off of the CD entitled Hameir La'aretz here at JM in the AM. That's Shamayim. Uh, before that, some uh, great stuff off the Yes Legacy CD. I, this might be my new favorite song on the Yes Legacy, Gershon Veroba and Freeway. And there are a lot of songs on that collection, a lot. <laughs> That may be my new favorite. Uh, A.B. Rottenberg with David Cohen's Bar Mitzvah Day. Who better than A.B. to sing that? Amazing. Eitan Katz with Hatov. Aryeh Kunstler. And he beat me to the news. Aryeh Kunstler posted yesterday on Facebook before I could even get to Facebook. He already had posted that he'll be visiting us this coming Wednesday at JM and the AM Live Music and more. Aryeh Kunstler. 
expected to perform in our studio this coming Wednesday. He's got a big performance for a great cause coming up, and we'll talk about that, of course. So Aryeh Kunstler, live music alert this coming Wednesday at JM and the AM. Yaakov Shweki, talk about amazing programming yesterday. Yaakov Shweki was in our studio. We spent a phenomenal hour with him. Lo Yisagai is the brand new song off the live in Nokia CD. Reaction to the interview is really amazing. And if you missed any of it, you know what you do. You go to the archive section of jmandtheam.org and you uh, enjoy. It was really a comprehensive discussion. A lot of stuff about the brand new double CD and plenty of music in there as well. We did, we did some selections. We wrapped up with the amazing Misha Baruch tune and Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this June 13th. Hey, it's 613. How do you like that? Day five in the month of Tammuz, the year 5773, Tafshinai and Gimel. Well, those of us in the New York, New Jersey area, brace ourselves for yet another wet day and a real downpour day. Heavy rain all day long with a high 65, a low tonight of a 57. Doesn't look like it really has begun to rain out there. I was outside close to an hour ago and there was some type of drizzle. But uh, we are expecting heavy rain all day long. Showers are tomorrow, ending at some point with a high temperature of 70. The good news, it looks like Shabbos and Father's Day will be pretty good weather-wise. Uh, maybe some more rain toward the beginning of next week. Yerushalayim and Tel Aviv are at 82, uh, Haifa at 81, a lot at 91.1, and we're at 67. That's right, things have cooled off in Israel. We're at 67 degrees here in Jersey City, as we say, Good morning at JM in the AM. Rain is on the way. Get ready, folks. Take your umbrella. And if you're stuck indoors all day long, stay with our stream all day long. We have amazing programming on the stream all the way till the nighttime today with wonderful programs, fantastic personalities. Uh, our live lunch coming up at 12 noon. Our album of the week is actually Yaakov Shweki's Shamati in honor of his visit to JM in the AM. That'll be between 9 and 10 Eastern time this morning right after JM in the AM. And we have amazing programming all day long. Take advantage. Keep it on the stream. Make sure to uh, install and download the iPhone app, the Android app, the brand new Android app. Get all this stuff into your phone so you could hear our program no matter where you are, no matter when you want to hear them. REITs and the REITs Rabbinic Alumni invite all Talmidim present and past, and of course the entire community as well, to an Azkara Li'ilu Nishmas Harav David Lifshitz Zatzal. The 20th uh, commemoration of his patira was 20 years ago that Rav David Lifshitz was taken from us. This coming Sunday, there will be a program at 9.30 in the morning at Yeshiva University, which will include reflections from his former Talmidim, including Rabbi Zvulun Kharlap, Rabbi Yitzchak Cohen, Rabbi Moshe Weinberger, and our very own Rabbi, ben, uh, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin. Uh, it's all happening up at Yeshiva University's Wolf Campus in the official base Medrash, Zeisman Hall at 2540 Amsterdam Avenue in Washington Heights. For sponsorships, information, etc., 212-960-0137. 212-960-0137. And we should note that, oh, that was last night, that last night, in um, in Israel, uh, there was an Azkara for Rav David Lifshitz and uh, Rabbi Moshe Horowitz, Rav David Miller, Rav Yamin Goldsmith all participated. That was last night in um, in Yerushalayim and Bayit Vegan and Rachov Duvdavani. 
And um, if you go to yu.edu, you'll see information about the event. If you click on it, you can get a bunch of links to the presentations made in Harav Lifshitz's memory. So again, the 20th commemoration of his yard site, it's Sunday, June 16th, collation at 9, program at 9.30, Harav Zvulun Kharlap, Harav Yitzchak Kohen, Harav Moshe Weinberger, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, all part of the presentations this coming Sunday up at YU in memory of Rav David Lifshitz. Everybody in the community is invited. Phone number 212-960-0137 or... Just go to yu.edu. It is difficult to miss the information. It's right there on the home page. JM in the AM at 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Charlie Bernhout's going to be stopping by. He's promised some uh, cantorial selections. There's a major event in about 10 days. We'll talk about that. Uh, we should get our report from Israel about the Formula One. For those of you who don't know, Yerushalayim is being shut down this afternoon, essentially, for a Formula One race or exhibition. i got to find out the details on this. So we may get a report. looks like we're going to get a report about 7.30 our time on that. Um, uh, what else today? Yossi's Wag will check in. Musical event tonight in Brooklyn, New York. And Jeff Resnick is scheduled uh, to join us. Resnick Studios has an event this weekend as well, so we could... Uh, Explore all that together coming up at JM in the AM. As I said, great material on the stream all day long today. We'll go through some of the details about what you'll hear uh, later on right here at JM in the AM. Make sure you grab that umbrella. Heavy rain, showers, you got it all happening again. A very wet June in this area, and today will be no exception. This is JM in the AM.
after Shabbos, more rip more. One bought challah and headed to the door. Nine little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. There were nine little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Buying things for Shabbos, more rip more. One bought wine and headed to the door. Eight little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. They were buying things for Shabbos more and more. One bought fish and headed to the door. Seven little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Seven little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Buying things for Shabbos more and more. One bought sholent and headed to the door. Six little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Shopping in the store, they were buying things for Shabbos more and more. One bought Kishka and headed to the door. Five little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Five little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Buying things for Shabbos more and more. One bought Kugel and headed to the store. Four little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Four little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Buying things for Shabbos more and more. One bought cake and headed to the door. Three little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Three little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Buying things for Shabbos more and more. One bought salad and headed to the door. Two little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Two little mitzvah boys shopping in the store. Buying things for Shabbos more and more. One bought herring and headed to the door. One little mitzvah boy shopping in the store. One little mitzvah boy shopping in the store. Buying things for Shabbos more and more. One bought flowers and headed to the door. There were no little mitzvah boy shopping in the store. There were no little mitzvah boy shopping in the store. So they closed for Shabbos and shut the door. Up the grocer went smiling happily. Making challah, wine, fish, sholent, kishke, cake, salad, herring, flowers. Good job is to you and everyone. Kaiser, 
شغل آی سام روز رب به های آی بریم That is Zalipa, of course, with Rachel off of the CD entitled Leap of Faith here at JM in the AM. Before that, the music of Isaac Honig, brand new from Volume 4 with Kesser, Uncle Maishi's Shopping for Shabbos. I'll have to ask Ding about the controversial part of that song. Well, someone pointed out that they have a, uh, a mitzvah boy buying wine. I don't know what it's like in other countries, but I don't know if that would go over here. Hmm. We'll ask him next time he's in. Don't worry. Leviathan with Gam Kielach. You heard Shamayim and Galei here at JM in the AM. Heavy rain today. Make sure you have that umbrella and make sure it can uh, withstand the heavy downpour that we are expecting all through the day and night. High today, 65. The low, 67, uh, 57. Showers tomorrow with a high 70, eventually turning into better weather for Shabbos. And Father's Day, Mazal Tov to all the graduates out there, the dads and grads. It's uh, your time of year. Enjoy, everybody. Hope those graduations have been wonderful. I just uh, was reading on Facebook a couple of big uh, about a couple of big graduation celebrations yesterday. Want to remind the community that this coming Sunday there is an Azkara up at Yeshiva University for Harav David Lifshitz, his twentieth yard site. This coming Sunday at nine a.m. Presenters include some of his uh, former Talmidim, Harav Zvulun Kharlap, Harav Yitzchak Cohen, Harav Moshe Weinberger, Harav Benjamin Yudin, our very owner by Yudin. All happening up at the Yeshiva University Wolf Campus in the official Beit Midrash in Zeisman Hall at 2540 Amsterdam Avenue in New York. It'll start in Washington Heights, the gathering at 9, the program at 9.30. Information at 212 960 0137. 212 960 0137. If you go to yu.edu, you will find all the information there. There is a link on the home page. Simple as that. Amazing material on our stream all day long today. I'll give you the lineup in just a few minutes. A lot of great stuff going on all through the morning. Charlie Burnout's going to be stopping by. Big cantorial event next week. 
We should have our Formula One reporter in Jerusalem joining us in the next few minutes. Or maybe I should say the next half hour or so. Today and tomorrow, the city of Jerusalem is uh, being turned into a Formula One course. You thought the marathon was difficult when we were there for the Jerusalem Marathon. This should be very interesting. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Galit's on the background. We're going to do our news from Israel. Then move into the 7 o'clock hour here on a Thursday morning. I want to thank Jesse's Zweig. He'll join us later. Did a great live lunch yesterday on our stream at jmnam.org. Make sure to be tuned in all day long, especially when it's pouring outside. What else is there to do? Sit at your desk, do your work, and enjoy the great stream at jmnam.org. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Toe from jmnam. ולצהל השעה שתיים, כאן שיבל קרמי מנסור עם מה שקורה עכשיו. מלחמת האזרחים בסוריה, לפחות 93 אלף הרוגים נמנו שם מתחילתה לפני שנתיים ורבע. כתבנו יונתן רול. לפי מחלקת זכויות האדם של האו"ם, מספר ההרוגים האמיתי גבוה בהרבה, אך 93 אלף מיטות תועדו במהלך מלחמת האזרחים נכון לסוף חודש אפריל. עוד עולה מפרסומי האו"ם שחמשת אלפים בני אדם נהרגו בממוצע מדי חודש מאז הקיץ, ואילו הערים שבהם מספר ההרוגים הרב ביותר היו דמשק וחלב. ובטורקיה, חמישה הרוגים עד כה במהומות, ועכשיו האזהרה של ארדואן למפגינים. התפנו מיד. אני פונה לאמהות ולאבות, בבקשה, הוציאו את ילדיכם משם. סבלנותי אוזלת. לא נוכל להמתין עוד, מאחר שפארק גזי אינו שייך לפולשים, אלא לעם. אמר היום ראש ממשלת טורקיה בפגישה עם אנשי מפלגתו באנקרה. מגיבים לערעור, פרקליטיו של אולמרט נגד המדינה. כתבתנו טלי חזקאלי. פסק דינו של המחוזי בירושלים יסודי הוא מקיף ואין כל עילה לסטות ממנו. כך טוענים פרקליטיו של ראש הממשלה לשעבר בתשובתם היום לערעור המדינה על סיכויו החלקי. אהוד אולמרט זוכה מעבירות של שחיתות שלטונית בפרשות רישנטורס וטלנסקי והורשע בהפרת אמונים בפרשת מרכז ההשקעות. הפרקליטים טוענים שהחלטת המדינה לערער על הזיכוי חורגת באופן קיצוני ממתחם הסבירות ושפרקליט המדינה לדור שהחליט על הגשת הערעור מצוי בניגוד עניינים חריף. קיצוצים בתקציב. החל מיום ראשון, אזרחים במערב הנגב ייאלצו להחזיר לצבא את מכשירי הזימוניות שלהם, הביפרים. מהדרום, רמי שני. באישורי עוטף עזה טוענים כי ההחלטה להפסיק את השימוש בזימוניות היא הפקרות, משום שהמציאות ברצועה לא השתנתה, והאיום עדיין מוחשי וקיים. ראשי היישובים אומרים כי בעת אירועים ביטחוניים לא ניתן לעשות כמעט שימוש ברשתות הסלולריות. מדובר צה"ל נמסר בתגובה כי גורמי הביטחון ביישובים ימשיכו להחזיק במכשירים, וכי הדבר נעשה מטעמי התייעלות. ירושלים חסומה עד לשמונה בערב. מופע הפורמולה אחת בבירה מרתק את הצופים, אבל גם משבש את החיים לתושבי העיר. הרחובות החסומים, דוד רמז, דרך חברון, חטיבת ירושלים, יצחק קריב, דוד המלך, חיים בר לב, כיכר פריז מכיוון מערב, והר ציון מכיוון מזרח. הציבור מתבקש להימנע מלהגיע לאזור ברכב פרטי. עדכן כתבנו יותם ברגר. היום הבגרות בספרות, פחות ופחות תלמידים ניגשים אליה מדי שנה, יערה ברק. 
בעשור האחרון חלה ירידה של 35% במספר בתי הספר שמגישים לבגרות ברמת חמש יחידות לימוד בספרות, כך עולה מנתוני משרד החינוך. דווקא בהיסטוריה ותנ״ך מספר המגמות נותר יציב בחמש השנים האחרונות, ואילו עלייה בביקוש נרשמת במקצועות התיאטרון והמוזיקה. פחות ספרות, יותר תיאטרון ומוזיקה. אלה החדשות שעורך עומר בן רובי.
Nachbisa's brand new from the Chevra. Uh, they were here last week. A great debut of their brand new CD entitled Chai. News from Israel before that. It did include, <laughs> with everything going on in Syria and everywhere else, it did include a report about the Formula One race in Yerushalayim. We hope to explore that a little bit this hour. 67 degrees. Plenty of rain on the way. Make sure you have your umbrella today. High 65. JM in the AM. Good morning, all. Don't forget tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline. Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He will join us. We call it the weekly update. That will happen about 7.40 Eastern Time tomorrow morning on this great radio broadcast. Make sure to be tuned in for all the details. If you missed any of the uh, conversation yesterday with Yaakov Shweki, head to the archive section, jmandtheam.org. You'll want to uh, check out that conversation, which included a whole bunch of great material, wonderful music, and more. Yaakov Shweki visited us uh, yesterday for the entire 8 o'clock hour, and it was certainly a uh, a wonderful morning. Big lineup all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org. Let me give you a taste of what Thursdays are like. Our album of the week, by the way, will be Yaakov Shweki's Shamati, in honor of his visit yesterday to JM and the AM. So Yaakov Shweki Shamati coming up between 9 and 10 this morning. 12 noon, there'll be a live lunch. 12 noon until 2 o'clock Eastern Time. On this rainy day, there'll be a live lunch from our New York City studio. Make sure to be tuned in for that. Uh, the, um, the whole bunch of great programming starting at 2 o'clock today. 
That's Life. Miriam L. Wallach speaks to Rabbi Steve Berg of the Simon Wiesenthal Center. They'll discuss everything from Alicia Keys. You may have heard that she uh, insisted on not boycotting Israel. And the two family programs that they have available between school and camp. All that that's happening at the uh, Simon Wiesenthal Center. She'll also speak to Dr. Stephen Miller. A lot of people forwarded us this story. Dr. Stephen Miller is UConn's professor of Hebrew history and Judaic studies. He discusses with Miriam today the most unlikely of discoveries made in old Chesterfield, Connecticut. Today between 2 and 3. Tune. I know a lot of people know this story already, but tune in. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, Randy's on between 3 and 4 with something to talk about at the 5 o'clock today. Jewish Reaction OU presentation with Ellie Hagler. He's joined Rabbi Yitzchak Gutterman, rabbinic coordinator for the OU Kashrus Division. Kosher food is not so simple, they claim. Uh, they also speak about what actually goes into certifying a company and its procedures as kosher. A fascinating conversation. It's Ellie Hagler and Rabbi Yitzchak Gutterman at 5 p.m. today. Uh, pl- oh, that's right. Plus, Ellie's going to be dedicating whatever music he does that hour to the uh, music of Yaakov Shweki because of his visit to JM in the AM. How do you like that? And at 9 p.m. tonight, uh, the Book of Life, Charlie Harari with a representative of Ohel Children's Home and Family Services. It happens at 9 p.m. this evening, Eastern Time. Charlie Harari, one of the most sought-after speakers in the world. We've got him on the network uh, coming up tonight at the 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in, jmnam.org. And don't forget, if you go to my website, nachumsegel.com, you can install the brand-new Android app, which gives you archives to everything that we've presented on the stream. Also, our uh, network iPhone app has the same. A lot of great material there. We strongly recommend it. 13 minutes after 7 o'clock, it's JM in the AM, and this comes from Schlockrock. Where's the Sandik? Please don't bother, cause the father's busy fainting, and the mother of the baby needs restraining. Call the Brisbane, round 850. Rabbi got stuck in Mississippi. Eliyahu had a dinner, so he sent the prophet who was a beginner. Someone canceled all the tables, took the white fish, took the sable, and the bagels went really quickly, leaving salad and a little bit of bisley. Uncle Irving and his sister found their way in every picture. The shoe members sat in the last row. To get in the video What's the name? Oh, Moel Potter I'm in pain I can't remember What will she say For nine months every day We would discuss this everywhere What's the name? I have already bought him toys And left the house with Uncle She'll say you've had eight whole days. Wait a minute, I'm recalling no 
Benny Elbaz with Hine Matov Manaim. Hello, Moyle. Hello, Kvater. Almost on Broadway with Schlockrock here at JM in the AM. And, of course, the Chevra opened up the 7 o'clock hour. Well, we promised you a, uh, a discussion about a major cantorial event 
And sure enough, Charlie Bernhout, who is now known as the Dean of Cantorial Information... Is that your official title, Dean of Cantorial Information? <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> You'll take it as right. We've just given it to you. Uh, he is here this morning to discuss the following. The American Society for Jewish Music requests the honor of your presence, this uh, not this coming Sunday, but a week from Sunday, the 23rd of June, starting at 6 p.m. at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. The Holocaust Museum overlooks the New York Harbor, and on uh, June the 23rd, it will um, be the site of a dinner and cantorial tributes in support of the Society's Charlie Bernhout Collection of Jewish and Cantorial Music. It will honor distinguished cantors Moshe Stern and Joseph Malavani and Cantorial Advocate. That's the title. Cantorial Advocate. We're going to have to rescind the Dean thing. And now we're going to make him a Cantorial Advocate, Charlie Bernhout, for their outstanding dedication and important contributions to traditional Cantorial music. Cantor Daniel Gildar will accompany. The uh, Cantorial Tributes will be done by special guests. And we are asking everybody out there to come on down and enjoy a fabulous evening, especially if you love the Cantors and Cantorial selections. There's a website, tribute, there's a, an email address, tribute dinner at jewishmusic-asjm.org. That's tribute dinner at jewishmusic-asjm.org. Uh, there's a phone number as well, 212-874-3990, 212-874-3990. Charlie Bernhout, welcome back to JM and the AM. It's a pleasure to be with you, Nachum. Um, tell us what the American Society for Jewish Music is. It's a society that's been in existence, I guess, about 40 years, uh, and it's to promote uh, uh, all forms of uh, Jewish music. It's uh, Based where, in New York? Yes. And um, this event, uh, specifically for cantorial music, obviously, right? Well, um, I donated my entire collection of uh, recordings uh, that's about... 15,000 albums of Jewish music. Uh, when we say albums, of course, is about 2,500 cassettes, and there's a lot of 78s and uh, uh, CDs. You mean that LP and CD and single and, um, and 78 collection that I had seen many times... Numbered over 15,000? Yes. Uh, Holy cow. Well, I must confess, though, uh, it, it's really more than 20, but there are duplicates and, and triplicates in there. So, uh, What, what it, did it, they do? They, they literally, y- you shipped it all there? It's, it's well, all? Well, it's at the uh, Center for Jewish History, which is on uh, West 16th right. Street. They uh, have space for it? I have space in the basement, and we've been uh, busy with volunteers indexing them. Wow. Uh, the first stage is just to find out what I have. Can regular folks gain access to it? Not yet. Not yet, but uh, the goal is to digitize the collection and have it available for everyone. Of course, my my first focus is on the two thousand albums of Chazanis. Uh, right. That that will be, I hope, the finest collection of Cantor. So we learned something very important this morning that there were over two thousand Chazanis albums actually created. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. Are there any that you're missing that you know of? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I don't know of them, but I know they're out there. And one of the exciting things, of course, is to still find records I don't have. <laughs> How many could you possibly think you don't have of the cantorial ones? Well, you know what? There is it ten, a hundred, five hundred? It's probably a few hundred because uh, there are, uh, of course, uh, this is primarily the United States. Right. Uh, I haven't scoured the world, and uh, you know, in South Africa, I have someone who's been uh, going through the, the whatever's available there locally, wow. and I'm sure if I went to uh, Europe, I'd find uh, some recordings that I don't have also. Unbelievable. Charlie Bernhout is here. 
Why should people come to the event? It's a great cause to support, but what what exciting things will be happening that night? Well, first of all, main event is uh, ah, terrific. They're wonderful. Yes, and then around eight o'clock, quarter to eight, eight o'clock, we're going into the auditorium, which is a great venue, by the way. Terrific, and uh, uh, there will be several cantors. Um, of course, you may recall there was a trio that I formed a couple of years ago of Yankee Lemmer, Zevi Muller, and Shimmy Miller, right. and these. And three, look where they've gone. These yes. three. Uh, how do you like uh, got y- the Lincoln Square Synagogue, Lincoln right? Square. <laughs> Yankee Lemmer is a new cantor. Don't worry. We're not pushing you out yet. No. <laughs> but Yankee Lemmer will be the new cantor at Lincoln Square Synagogue. Actually, this Shabbos, he's, uh, he's oh, yeah? going to uh, uh, be there. And, uh, You're going to visit or not? Of course, of wow. course. Uh, and then uh, he'll be starting on uh, uh, Sukkot. Uh, and, of course, uh, Zevi Muller. And uh, I said to Shimmy, we have to get you a spot on the <laughs> Upper West Side. <laughs> of course, uh, you've got Kachai and David, uh, David Burson, who's quite, right. quite, quite also yes, very good. Also very good. So uh, it, it's a little stirring. Uh, you know, it, it's it's little lot lot as they say. Right. Pockets of cantorial uh, superstars, and of course, uh, there are others as well. I mean, it seems like Manhattan, well, Brooklyn as well. I mean, they're yes. they're, they're, they're cantors all over the place, frankly. Yes, but uh, when you think of the East Side, of course, right. uh, you, you have uh, Stark, uh, Davins, and of course Malavani and uh, Healthgott, right. and um, oh, uh, Ozzy Schwartz. Right. Yes. Uh, but even, and, and, and Mayor Davis. But even in Brooklyn and the Hamptons and other places, you'll find uh, many. Yeah, you start naming names, and we realize how many cantors there actually are out there. There are a lot. Yes. Uh, Charlie Bernhout's here. The 23rd of June is the date you want to circle on your calendar. It starts at 6 p.m. that night. You mentioned when we move into the theater uh, that evening, we will hear from the cantors, I yes. assume. Yes, yes. And they'll be doing tributes to these two cantors mm-hmm. and yourself. And, and Betsy and Miller. Well, I, I guess you could do Miller and Malavani pieces in tribute to them. What, what can they do in tribute to Charlie Burnout, I'd like to know? Just be there. <laughs> Just say hi. Just wave to Charlie from the stage. Is that how it's going to work? That's about it. Uh, how's the response so far to this event? It's been very good. Uh, we were hoping, uh, you know, people wait to the last minute. Yeah, it, what's the been... story with that, Charlie? It was not like that years ago, was it? <laughs> no, no. It, it does get a little uh, nerve-wracking. But uh, we have a, a nice response. Uh, and uh, uh, there is still time to uh, to make your reservations. I look forward to it. It is a not-for-profit organization, the American Society for Jewish Music. We should mention that. Yes. And Journal Edge is still being taken or not yes okay yes. Uh, again it's 10 days from now folks at the uh, at the uh, museum of jewish heritage on battery place overlooking new york harbor in lower manhattan we were there last night with main event caterers for the fabulous karen biavna dinner mazal tov to uh Rebetin and rabbi ram of the lower east side that was a great event uh, oh you know rabbi ram so he of was course. he was honored uh, last night and the bialstocker has uh, opened uh, its door soccer yeah yeah they, they they've opened their doors for cantorial uh, music uh, over the years yes and uh, i saw the rabbi at a uh, recent event and i yeah. said rabbi we got to come back that's uh, right yeah, so. uh that night at the museum of jewish heritage will honor cantor moshe stern cantor joseph malavani and our wonderful friend cantorial advocate Charles. Charlie Bernhardt, information at 212-874-3990, 212-874-3990, extension 1. And you're handing me this CD, and what are we presenting to our audience? Well, uh, these are uh, some recordings of Moshe Stern. Uh, of course, uh, we could go on for hours and hours uh, playing Stern and Malavani, but th- these are just uh, a few uh, uh, pieces to give you a, uh, a sense of... Uh, the What's record. this one called? Uh, this is Uviom HaShabbos. It is Cantor Moshe Stern yes. on a Thursday morning at JM in the AM.
Bernhardt, what do you think of that Cantor Moshe Stern? He's got some potential? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. He's amazing, huh? He really is. One of the greats, really, of our generation. He'll be there that night, the 23rd of June. You're all invited as both Cantor Moshe Stern and Cantor Joseph Malavani plus cantorial advocate Charlie Bernhardt are honored. The American Society for Jewish Music invites you to the Museum of Jewish Heritage on Battery Place Again, the 23rd of June, a week from this coming Sunday, 212-874-3990, 212-874-3990. You can go to the website, jewishmusic-asjm.org. 
jewishmusic-asjm.org. Now, I want to check in with our friends in Jerusalem sure. regarding uh, the closure of the city today. <laughs> it's a, there's a Formula One race today. Oh, no. <laughs> so we're going to do that, and then we're going to come back and do Great. some more. And uh, Charlie's going to spend some time. And, yes, he will do more cantorial selections for us. <laughs> he has handcuffed me. I, I have no access to the music. He has taken over, which means you'll hear a lot more cantorial super, selections. Super. <laughs> well, compared to what we normally do uh, a lot yes, more. Yes, I know. There what that you means. go. <laughs> uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser said his words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in the Talmud and Arachin, This shall be the law of the Mitzvah on the day of his purification. The Talmud explains that this is referring to someone who spoke Lashon Hara. The Mepharshim note that the Mitzayra, the person afflicted with leprosy, is required to sacrifice two birds, wildlife distinguished by their chattering. The Nesiva Shalom asks, what is so unique about the sin of the Mitzayra? Why is the prohibition of Lashon Hara, gossip, more severe than any other prohibition in the Torah. The Talmud notes that whoever speaks Lashon Hara, it is as if he denied the very existence of Hashem. Moreover, Hashem says of the one who speaks Lashon Hara, He and I cannot live in the world together. Rabbi Shmuel states, The sins of one who speaks Lashon Hara are magnified in comparison to the three cardinal sins of idol worship, immorality, and murder. The Talmud comments that animals, like the lion and the wolf, they prey on inhabitants of the forest for their food. However, when the snake bites its victim, it doesn't derive any benefit or enjoyment for itself. It has only inflicted pain and harm to another. This is as it says in Koheles, if the snake bites because it wasn't charmed, then there is no advantage to the charmer's art. Similarly, when one commits an act that's considered a Torah transgression, he usually would do so because he derives some sort of personal pleasure. His transgression is attributed to the influence of the Yetzahara. But when an individual engages in speaking Lashon Hara, there is no pleasure in drawn whatsoever from that exercise. Rather, it's the power of evil within him that incited such behavior. Because the sin of Lashon Hara emanates from an evil element within a person, our sages are very stringent concerning the Avera. The offense of Lashon Hara indicates that the transgressor is dominated by a power of evil, and therefore he cannot coexist with Hashem in the world. The Choshen contained twelve stones. It represented the twelve tribes of Kal Yisroel. The stone of Binyamin was spelled Yud Shin Pei Hei. The Mephoshim explained that this stone represented Binyamin's admirable character at the time of Mechiras Yosef, the selling of Yosef. How does this stone demonstrate this? The word Yud, Shin, Pei, Hei is an acronym for Yesh, Peh. He has a mouth. Although Binyamin was aware that his brothers had sold Yosef, he never said a word to his father for 22 years. The great Godel of Steinman Shlita asks, if Binyamin is praised for not speaking, why isn't the name of the stone 
Ein Peh. Why is it Yesh Peh? Rav Steinman notes that this comes to tell all of us the essence of our power of speech is the strength to have a mouth but yet to refrain from speaking. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning. Well, as promised, we're going to go to Jerusalem and get a report regarding the uh, very interesting event going on today and tomorrow. Stephen Miller is with us live via telephone. At one time, he was a spokesperson for the mayor of the city of Jerusalem. I believe the last time we spoke to Stephen was around election time in Israel. Stephen Miller, welcome back to J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Am I right? It was around election time we uh, had the opportunity. Yeah, it was. It was. But we have much more exciting things to talk about today from Jerusalem. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. I wonder what side of the issue you're on, because, first of all, if you're a former spokesperson and advisor to the mayor of the city of Jerusalem, was it good advice that he got to bring Formula One to the holy city? Oh, this is an outstanding, you know, I'm live from the track right now. It's, it's such an outstanding investment for the city. The economic development it's going to bring, you know, the, all the investments that, um, that will continue on after the cars have left, improvement in the infrastructure, et cetera. Uh, and, and now when we have hundreds upon hundreds of journalists, just think about this. Think about where the state of Israel was 10 years ago, what images we were seeing in the streets of Jerusalem. Today, those images are going to be very different. It's the positive face for this country. Uh, and to the Jewish people around the world. Is this, just explain it to me, is this an official race? I keep seeing the word exhibition. From a Formula One standpoint, what's happening today in Jerusalem? You know, I believe because this is our first year that the official, uh, the official title is that it is a road show. It is not uh, a formal race. Uh, but trust me, not when these cars are going to be going very, very fast. <laughs> and anybody watching, they won't really know the difference. I believe the drivers today were talking about um, upwards of 200 kilometers an hour, uh, maybe even 300 kilometers an hour um, at the press conference. So this is this is really exciting, um, and and it's a it's a wonderful wonderful side of the city to show. And uh, how did they decide on the route? Because there's not much room in Jerusalem in general, as we know. How did they decide where these cars would go and which streets would be closed? You know, right with the 3,000 year old city. Uh, it's hard to carve out um, you know, where to build the home and where to put the uh, school, let alone the streets for, for these cars. Um, obviously, there was a whole team um, that put together um, the track layout, um, not just, um, obviously, the, the, the Formula One uh, guys from abroad, local engineers, obviously, the police and the different security entities were involved, as well as the municipalities. Um, and the idea is to optimize, first and foremost, um, uh, security and, and second, of course, um, the safety of the citizens and the drivers. But but third, and, and arguably the most important fact, in my perspective, is, is how can we best show the beauty of the city? How can we best show those special shots, uh, the historic and modern parts of the city, um, in the race? And that's exactly. Um, how we came up with the track this year. Stephen Miller with us. We'll let him get in a couple of minutes. We'll let him get back to all the action over there. Are there drivers that race car enthusiasts would have heard of that are in Israel? Are there sponsors and car companies in Jerusalem today that we would have heard of? Um, there, there absolutely are. You know, I'm kind of, you know, unfortunately, I don't know all of their names, but you know, <laughs> you would recognize, of course, Ferrari. Team Ferrari is here. Uh, Team Lotus, and we had some major international brands here. Um, 
And it's not, again, it's not just cars you're looking at also. Motorcycles and, and go-karts and all sorts of um, all sorts of vehicles that are going to be traversing the streets of Jerusalem uh, today and tomorrow. And it's not only Alicia Keys and performers like her who are courageous to go to Israel uh, under a lot of pressure. Uh, do some of these companies and drivers also get pressure not to head to Jerusalem and really make courageous decisions? Sure, you know, this is, it's an excellent point, and this is a great example that when you focus on what is right for the city, when you focus on what is the right thing to do and, and focus on the sport and, and the culture and, and, and the enjoyment, um, in the politics aside, um, anything can happen. And so we obviously are very thankful um, that, that politics has been put aside um, here. And, and, and it's something that's good for all residents, for people around the world, lovers of Jerusalem, the relevant national identity faith, race, creed, religion, etc. So uh, we see this as a positive thing. Yes, uh, you know, <laughs> nothing's easy in Jerusalem. Uh, <laughs> um, and certainly to drive in a 3,000-year-old city at the, at the speeds that these guys can be going. But, um, but, uh, but we yeah. certainly support and appreciate all the international companies and teams who are, who are part of it. Yeah, even from a political standpoint, it's not easy to drive in Jerusalem. And finally, Stephen Miller, I'm sure there are many residents who would prefer if this wasn't happening. Uh, and I, I noticed on the uh, on the race route that it goes right around the King David Hotel. So that begs the question, I'm just curious, logistic-wise, do people have access to the streets within the course, or is the entire thing completely closed off until later tonight? You know, Nahum, it's a great question, and I wish uh, you were—I wish we were on TV right here uh, instead of radio, because I'm standing actually right outside um, the gas station, just north of it. I'm looking at the King David Hotel. Yeah, I know that gas station. Street. You know exactly where it is, <laughs> and I'm sure voting most of the listeners—they they know right here by the YMCA. Obviously, you, can, you might be able to hear in the background there are a few residents trying to cross, not exactly sure what's going on. Um, but there are there are crossings every hour. There's an ability for people by foot to cross. Um, you know, this, obviously, this is such a big economic investment that the long term the long term wins are much more important than any short short term uh, disturbances. But obviously, it's not not simple for the city. You know, uh, it's right smack to the to the middle. Uh, but we did that to show off the city and, and for the benefit of the city. And obviously, these newly paved roads and the added infrastructure, um, the residents will feel obviously. Uh, long after the, the race is over. Yeah, after, after, over. after this weekend, they'll no doubt enjoy the benefits of it. Stephen Miller, thank you so much. I hope that with everything happening today and tomorrow, you'll have access to at least buy some chalot for Shabbat. <laughs> <laughs> Will do, Nachum. Thanks so much. There he is, Stephen Miller from Jerusalem, at one time a spokesperson for the mayor of the city of Jerusalem. And today, our correspondent, that he, as he is enjoying the Formula One exhibition in the Holy City, it's today and tomorrow. There are people who are not enjoying it, I can tell you that much, and you shall I am. But as he said, in the big picture, this is a major, major development uh, for the uh, holy city of Jerusalem and the state of Israel. And I happen to know, as, as Stephen, I happen to know, he just told us, that there are many sponsors, drivers, teams that were pressured not to be there, and they are there uh, for this major event. Boy, 65 years later, who would have thunk it, huh? And in Jerusalem's case... Obviously a shorter time than that. Charlie Bernhardt is in our studio. How he invaded here this morning, I'll never know. But he got in and he insisted that we start playing some cantorial selections in celebration of the fact that on the 23rd of June, both Cantor Moshe Stern and Cantor Joseph Malavani will be uh, receiving a, a Distinguished Cantors Award, an honoree, 
at the American Society for Jewish Music event happening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. We know it is the Holocaust Museum in downtown Manhattan on Battery Place overlooking the New York Harbor. As you mentioned, Main Event Caterers is catering the event. It'll be a spectacular evening. Um, in addition to Cantor Moshe Stern and Cantor Joseph Malavani, cantorial advocate Charlie Bernhout is going to be recognized that night. Have you uh, practiced your acceptance speech yet, Mr. Bernhardt? I've been thinking about you it. You should do it in cantorial <laughs> fashion. You should do it in a nice, melodious, cantor- <laughs> cantorial fashion. Not my voice. <laughs> the phone number is 212-874-3990. Everyone's encouraged to be there. Obviously, the cantors will be performing. And not by, uh, extension 1, by the way. Extension yeah. 1 on that phone number. And we should mention that other cantors will be performing in their tribute, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, y- Yankee Lemmer, right. Zevi Muller, Shimmy Miller, and Vincian Miller. Oh, we're talking about yes. a nice young crop of cantors. For sure. For sure. Um, and so the cantorial tributes will be done by those special guests, all accompanied by cantor Daniel Gildar. Information, 212-874-3990. There's a website, jewishmusic-asjm.org, jewishmusic-asjm.org. Would it be a good time to play some of Cantor Joseph Malavani? Well, we're just talking about Yerushalayim, of right. course, and uh, this is uh, Yerushalayim Yerchach. Cantor Joseph Malavani at JM in the AM. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
You don't mind the live recorded performances, do you? Well, I think they are special because I think uh, when you're in a studio uh, just singing into a microphone, there is uh, a lack of magnetism and electricity uh, with other people. And, and I think the best comes out, certainly in Shul, right. uh, is the best. Uh, of course, we can't get recordings <laughs> right. too much in Shul. But certain holidays, uh, we, we do have... Right. Uh, uh, Sphera seems to be yeah, popular yeah, with the recordings. Yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, what's the last cantorial event you were at? Oh, it was um, one that uh, my partner, Benny Rogozinski, and I were involved uh, putting together at the Svartish Shul two weeks ago. Oh, that was a great event. Uh, yes, uh, it was not only standing room only, they turned people away. In Borough Park. In Borough Park. And, you know, they were going to cancel it three weeks before because they felt, uh, well, the shul was afraid they were going to lose money. Right. And uh, Yossi Billig and a few other people uh, stepped up and... and uh, put up some uh, substantial dollars and uh, gave them the confidence to move forward. Uh, but it was a very exciting event. And uh, uh, five uh, had uh, Yaakov Stark, uh, Yaakov Motzen, Yanki Lemmer, uh, Yaakov Rosenfeld. And, All and, doing Rosenblatt. And, and, and Benjamin uh, Muller from Antwerp. And it was All doing Rosenblatt. Yes. Yes, it, it was exciting. Oh, and, and I brought my old Victrola uh, <laughs> before the uh, concert for a half hour. I was up at the Bima uh, playing uh, original Rosenblatt recordings <gasps> from 1912, 1914. Oh, there must have been people who regretted not being there early. <laughs> wow. I wish I want to tell you something about the old Victrolas. Yeah. You know, the old records from 1910 and 1920, they were meant to be played on an old Victrola with a steel needle digging in. Right. And when they tried to transfer it onto uh, into with modern technology you get the the notes but you don't get the the sense uh, of how great the recordings were they could they could never duplicate it uh, when it's played on an old RCA Victrola I have a 1905 one with <gasps> a wooden horn you know people just they're, they're staggered like, am I right or wrong that you once brought that into the studio to play yeah, oh yes Yes. You once brought that here to sure. play selections. Sure. So we should do that again at some point. I'm ready anytime you and want. And I'll hear the difference? I will hear the difference? When oh, oh, you will hear, yes. Uh, the 1912 oh, difference? Oh, yes. Well, uh, <laughs> especially uh, the 1913 um, Kale Molly for the Titanic. You know, the, <gasps> the Titanic fell. Yeah, uh, Rosenblatt did uh, the Kale Molly. The Kale Molly, and he said, Shena flu, the Titanic, and it blows people away, yes. It raced, by the way, Millions, uh, or uh, almost millions, uh, and all the money was donated uh, uh, to the uh, victims, uh, the families. Yeah, you got to, uh, you got to send me that track. Uh, oh. Send me that track. Oh, definitely. That's definitely. unbelievable. <laughs> all right, we'll wrap up the hour with um, this is Cantor Moshe Stern. Yes, and the name of the selection. Sim Shalom. Sim, Sh- this is track ten, correct? Sim Shalom, Cantor Moshe Stern. In a minute, I'll give you the information regarding the big event coming up. On the 23rd of June, Charlie Bernhardt among the honorees. Details at JM and the AM. Yeah, 
a.m. in the a.m. Wrapping up the hour with Cantor Moshe Stern. My thanks to Charlie Bernhow. We will speak to Charlie at some point in the 8 o'clock hour with a reminder about the big event coming up on June the 23rd. Remember, the American Society for Jewish Music invites you to the dinner and cantorial tributes happening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. It's the night of June 23rd. They will honor Cantor Moshe Stern, Cantor Joseph Malavani, and cantorial advocate Charlie Bernhout. Uh, we hope to be there that night and greet you folks. It's uh, jewishmusic-asjm.org, jewishmusic-asjm.org, or dial 212-874-3990, extension 1, 212-874-3990, extension 1. You are tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. I want to remind everybody that this coming Sunday, Rav David Lifshitz's 20th yard site is going to be commemorated. On Sunday, June 16th, Talmidim of Rav David Lifshitz will be gathered at Yeshiva University up at the official Beit Midrash in Zeisman Hall at 2540 Amsterdam Avenue. The entire public is invited to come and participate in the commemoration. The collation begins at 9, the program at 9.30, and will feature Rabbi Zvulun Harlap, Rabbi Yitzchak Cohen, Rabbi Moshe Weinberger, and Rabbi Benjamin Yudin. It's all happening at the uh, YU Beit Midrash is coming Sunday. Information, it's very easy to get the information. Go to yu.edu, it's on the homepage. yu.edu or dial 212-960-0137. That's 212-960-0137 for information. 67 degrees, heavy rain expected today. Make sure you have that umbrella, folks. Looks like it's going to be another one of those June 2013 days where the rain comes down and seems never to stop. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to a Yaakov Yisrael Leitner and Chana Reza Leitner. They are proud parents of a brand new baby boy down in Lakewood, New Jersey. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM and a special Mazel Tov to the Leitner and Eggert families who are celebrating the big Simcha. Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And a reminder, we have an amazing day all day long on the stream at jmtheam.org. Some incredible programming. Don't forget, one hour from now, you'll be listening to the album of the week, which is Shamati, which we are doing in uh, honor of Yaakov Shweki's visit to us yesterday here at JM in the AM. It's between 9 and 10. Live lunch at noon and great programming all afternoon and evening. And we'll go through some of that later on this morning here at JM in the AM. Well, J. Resnick Studios is uh, operated by artist Jody Resnick and her husband Jeff. The Resnicks have an amazing history of using art as a way to bridge communities through art. They've been doing this for years and years. And they are teaming up for an amazing effort this coming Sunday uh, for an entire week. We'll find out about this unique show that is taking place in Brooklyn, New York from Sunday, June the 16th through Sunday, June 23rd. Jody Resnick, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. At the same time, I'll say Jeff Resnick, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's, what are we doing this, 20 years now? No, it's been a long time, I think even more than that. And Jeff, you tell me we have another distinguished artist who's with us live via telephone, and that would be? Famous artist, David Orlansky. And we're all in the green room together, and it's <laughs> so exciting to be here now. All right, the uh, the action starts this coming Sunday. First, remind everybody, Jeff, about uh, just how long and incredible a history uh, Jay Resnick Studios has had in Brooklyn, New York. 
Well, we, we've been here for a while, and uh, our goal, of course, in our work is to make people happy and bring joy around. Sometimes we have to deal with sad issues, and uh, we've, we've uh, got a lot of acclaim for our issue, uh, things we do with the cops, which, as you may know, right. every time a cop uh, loses their life in the line of duty, we do a portrait. Right. Those take months and months and months, but it bridges a wonderful, uh, it builds a wonderful relationship with the cop families. And I've been there for some of those presentations. They are moving, trust me. Yeah, everybody cries. Yep. And, uh, it's... it's uh, it's something that builds relationships that, 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 are, that last for a lifetime. So we're very, very happy to do that. Now we're doing something, uh, I think, even more amazing. We put together an international show. Jody and David can tell you about where the artists come from. Right. But what they did was they asked for people to uh, draw and paint and emote on living in divine space. That's the uh, issue, living in divine space. Hmm. And they got hundreds and hundreds of entries from artists from all over the world. They picked, uh, I think, a two dozen, and um, what came out is amazing. And we have all sorts of media. Um, we have everything from mezuzahs and um, uh, yachts and candles to straight old art, art on canvas, uh, art on um, different kinds of materials, beautiful modern stuff, more classical. And uh, we're going to be showing it for this week. Uh, it's something we have never done in our gallery. Basically, our gallery has been, uh, you know, showing the work of, of Jode. But uh, we've opened it up to the to the Jewish world, and we're very, very excited. Uh, where is the gallery? What's the exact address for people to come on down? It's 1305 East 17th Street. That's in Brooklyn. Right in Brooklyn. Right it's off uh, right off of Avenue M. Right across the street from 7-Eleven. There you go. 1305 East 17th Street, Brooklyn, New York, right next to Avenue M. You'll be able to enjoy... Jay Resnick Studios. Um, so, Jody, from an artist's point of view, what does living in divine space mean to you? It means seeing Yad Hashem everywhere and communicating your own private vision of what that is. Well, uh, it sounds a, uh, a little abstract, but uh, hey, that, that's what art's all about, right? The abstract and the spiritual. Or at least, there's a, at least there's a lot of that element. The show starts Sunday, June 16th. It's coming Sunday, Father's Day, and goes through Sunday, June 23rd, coinciding with the Midwood area Mardi Gras, which a lot of folks in Flatbush and Midwood are familiar with. And uh, the, sh so the show will run the entire week. Who will we, uh, whose works will we see, Jody? Uh, are, are, are there people involved that are well-known in the art world that will be included starting this coming Sunday? Yeah, um, if it's okay, I'd like to tell you the, the list of artists. Yeah, why not? I have some myself and the very talented David Orlansky. Right. We have um, Alki Sudin, Yitzhak Muli, um, Ahuva Halevi, who's an Israeli artist, Shoshana Brambacher, who's from Holland, Alex Ar Aronov, Sarah Seldowitz, uh, Noah Sauer, who's Argentinian, Natalia Kadish, and Andrew Birnbaum, so, uh, Rani and Larry Birnbaum's son. So when. No, Ronnie and Larry, a shout-out to them. Their son is included. This, their son is included this coming Sunday. When you go to J-Drugs, everybody wish them a nice Mazel Tov. So I don't understand. When artists, and I'm being serious for a moment, I mean, when artists hear about that that people like yourself, studios and exhibitions you know, around the world are looking for art, they respond. In other words, you just you get a tremendous reaction from everywhere. Yeah, we did. We did. And David was fabulous in fielding um, all these entries. The truth is he was he was the person that was uh, the direct link 
between uh, the curatorial board and the artist. David Orlansky is who you're referring to. David, are you essentially then the judge and jury when it comes to who's included starting this coming Sunday? I wouldn't classify myself as the uh, sole curator here. This is obviously a panel, but, um, you know, I've had enough experience with many of the other artists in this show from previous shows that we've done with through various other organizations, and the truth is, truth is that they are an incredible group of artists, and we're just glad to be working with them. Not so, that, not that I would... Yeah, I'm sorry. Not that I, that I would ever uh, pin you down for a direct answer, but do you have your favorite piece... That will be on exhibition, on exhibit this coming Sunday. Is there one that, you know, you, I'm not talking about your own work, obviously, but is, is there one you fell in love with during this entire process? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Actually, Jody right here is actually finalizing on her last piece in the show. So that's a very tough question. There's a lot of beautiful pieces in this show and a very diverse range. So, you know, you're watching us in the last moments of putting this show together, and it's been a lot of work. But um, do I have a favorite piece, you know? Um, you know, you're asking me about my favorite child here, but the truth is, you know, I look forward to seeing all the pieces in the show, and there's going to be a lot of incredible ones that we'll get to see. And, um, will I have a favorite one? You know, that remains to be determined, but there will certainly be a lot of great work to see. Now, what can you, and I'll take advantage of the fact that, that these artists are with me on the air, uh, David Orlansky, what would you say to someone like myself who sometimes looks at a work of art that many people, including experts like yourself, uh, feels is remarkable, and unfortunately, I simply don't appreciate that. Well, Malcolm, first of all, obviously, you know, we're expecting to see you there at 1 p.m. for the Wine and Cheese <laughs> opening reception. I'm sure you'll be joining us. Am I correct? Uh, it's possible. I have I have some Father's Day commitments. You never, you never know when I may show up. <laughs> well, listen, I'm saying it's Father's Day, so I imagine that somebody will be, you know, out there selecting something for you. Mm. You definitely deserve it after all this make, time, you know? make sure it's something I appreciate, because as I, I mean, just... It's a Father's Day gift <laughs> waiting for you. Had we made it to Jersey this morning, we would have brought it with us. <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's stuck in Brooklyn. But, David, I hope you're not taking offense at this question. There are certain... Oh, not at all. There no, are no, certain, there are certain works that people fawn over constantly, and I wonder what is it that they're looking at? I'll tell you, there is definitely something that everybody can connect with. We purposely chose a very, very wide range of artists from various places with various goals and various approaches to art. And there's something that everybody can appreciate at this show. There's more traditional work. There's more modern work. Everybody has something that they can connect to, especially in this particular world, you know, of, of Judaic art. Now, again, that can take very different forms. There's more modern work. There's more traditional work. There is something that everyone there can appreciate, you know, you come in, you look around, you're going to see such a wide and diverse range of work. There's no doubt that there's something that you'll connect with, that you'll be able to feel a connection with that can enhance your approach, you know, to whatever it is that you do and to really bring yourself further into art, whether this is something that you've, you know, been involved with right. in the past. There's something that everyone can connect with. And by the way, everyone, I'm sure the three of you will think I'm saying this only because she is uh, on the phone, but Jody Resnick's works, I get. I get it, and and I appreciate it, and I think they're fantastic. So that, thank you so much. What I was going to say is that you know that's one of the amazing things about art is that it is so personal, right? And it's so evocative that when you see a piece that moves you, it moves you sometimes to the core. Right. I'm a and look. That's I'm a, the amazing right. thing. I'm a little tongue in cheek because they're Jewish music selections that the entire world loves, and I can't uh, understand why. So you know, it's all about as we know. Once you get to this stage of life, it's all about taste and experience, and. Uh, right. You know, what people enjoy. Uh, with us live via telephone, Jeff Resnick, Jody Resnick, David Orlansky. The uh, event begins this coming Sunday.
The exhibition is entitled Living in Divine Space. Happens at Jay Resnick Studios at 1305 East 17th Street at Avenue M in Brooklyn, New York. It'll run for one week. Some amazing artists are included. Uh, make sure to head on over there. And, of course, 1 o'clock Sunday, their wine and cheese opening is a great time uh, to be there and celebrate uh, this exhibition. Jeff and Jody, tell me about this association you have uh, regarding this event with the Masbia Soup Kitchen. Super. Nachum, here's, here's what we say about that. Uh, as you know, when you ask me what I do, I say I just drive around the talent. <laughs> and it's really an honor to be with the talent, but in the real world, I'm the driver. Uh, Malcolm, you don't really believe that. I don't, I I don't believe it. Jeff but Jeff is the true creative mind. <laughs> but I do believe that Jeff's saying it. That I do believe. No, no, not Malcolm knows me well. He knows there's no talent here. But let me, let me say this. That we, we know, our Rub tells us, that the Chachamim tell us, that when you do a chesed, you create a world. Right. Artists, in a different paradigm, create a world. It's like you said, sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't get right. it. Our friends at Maspia create a world, and they deal with a world that don't, not all of us see all the time. All of our artists who are participating are, are, are giving their master to Maspia. Right. Um, we all went over to Maspia to serve food. Jody and I have done it many times, and we went back with this group. And Oh, the artists themselves. Yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. The artists We had a whole group of right. artists come down. Very cool. And we were all working in the kitchen nice. preparing meals. Nice. Oh, yeah. So we're going to, and we're going to, don- I'm saying we're donating our, uh, our mice of, of 10% of everything that happens is going to Maspia. Right. We're going to continue. We've had, we've had a long relationship with them. We're going to continue with them. And this way, we're creating the worlds. We're doing the right thing. And what else? Alice Rappaport. And Alice Rappaport. Ah, of course, Alice, who is like the, uh, uh, just, just the saint. He's just a saint who runs around feeding the hungry. He doesn't ask them a question. You walk into Maspia, the one thing that happens is they say, what table do you want to sit at? Right. That's all they ask. No means test. It's just the most wonderful organization to be associated with. So when you go and you enjoy the art and, uh, you, you take a look at all the different price ranges we have. You could spend almost any amount of money from, you know, kind of like a, uh, a Rolls Royce to a Volkswagen. It's, it will be all over the place. Uh, I think we have mezuzahs that start at 50 bucks, and then, you know, the, the top is the top. But you can know that 10% of what you do will go to one of the most, uh, one of the straightest, most beautiful Jewish organizations, one of the biggest uh, um, Kiddush Hashem organizations uh, that we have here in New York, and we have a million wonderful organizations. Maspia's fabulous, Alex is fabulous, and we're so glad to be associated with us. And we thank you, and we know that it's a little tough to get on the show. A lot of beautiful <laughs> things happen. Thank you for finding the time for us. Are you kidding? My pleasure. We look forward to seeing you, and we do have a Father's Day present. <laughs> thank you very much. I thank, I thank all three of you uh, for participating, Jeff and Jody Resnick and uh, David Orlansky. Uh, the event starts Sunday, June 16th, with a, uh, with Meiser of uh, the proceeds, of course, going to the Maspia Soup Kitchen, which so many people in this audience are familiar with, and uh, Jeff is right in, this, in his description of them. Uh, the event is, of course, at the Jay Resnick Studios starting Sunday at 1 p.m. with their wine and cheese uh, celebration uh, for the exhibit, uh, in t- the exhibition entitled Living in Divine Space. They're at 1305 East 17th Street at Avenue M. In Brooklyn, New York, it'll run for one week. Everybody enjoy. 17 minutes after 8 o'clock, this is JM in the AM.
in the AM at Schlockrock. A Shabbat in Liverpool and Lacha Dodi here on a JM in the AM Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us, folks. A uh, selection from Yassi Green before that, La Yehudim. You heard Yaakov Shweki, Lote Damil Chama with Shlomi Shabbat off the live in Nokia. We, we spoke about that song yesterday with Yaakov Shweki. And his Shamati album, by the way, is our album of the week coming up between 9 and 10 right after JM and the AM on jmtheam.org. Uh, in tribute to his visit to JM and the AM yesterday. Yussi Zweig told me that it was an amazing visit and that everybody seems to be talking about it. Uh, don't forget that the up at Yeshiva University this coming uh, Sunday, a 20th Yardside commemoration, the 20th Yardside of Rav David Lifshitz. Uh, the um, gathering begins at 9 a.m., the program at 9.30 in the base medrash at the official base medrash in Zeisman Hall on Amsterdam Avenue in Washington Heights. Presenters include some of his esteemed Talmidim, Harav Zvulun Kharlap, Harav Yitzchak Kohn, Harav Moshe Weinberger, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, all participating and presenting in memory of Harav David Lifshitz this coming Sunday up at Yeshiva University. Information, yu.edu. It's on the home page. You'll find all the info. Or dial 212-960-0137, 212-960-0137 for the additional information. Reminder, we have an amazing schedule on our stream at jmnam.org. Really an amazing schedule. Uh, 12 noon for the live lunch, 2 p.m. The uh, conversation today with... Um, uh, Miriam L. Wallach and her guests will include Simon Wiesenthal Centers or by Steve Berg, who will discuss everything from Alicia Keys to family programs they have at the center available between school and camp. Also, Dr. Stephen Miller, UConn Professor of Hebrew History and Judaic Studies, with Miriam today to discuss the most unlikely of discoveries made in Old Chesterfield, Connecticut. A lot of folks forwarded me this story. So many people out there know to what I'm referring to already. If not, make sure to tune in between 2 and 3 Eastern Time on the stream at jmandtheam.org. The OU Jewish Reaction Show with Ellie Hagler at 5 o'clock will concentrate on a conversation with Rabbi Yitzchak Gutterman, rabbinic coordinator for the OU Kashrus Division. Kosher food is not so simple, is Ellie's theme. They speak about what actually goes into certifying a company and its procedures as kosher. And um, uh, tonight, Book of Life, Charlie Harari will have guests from OL Children's Home and Family Services, Book of Life between 9 and 10 p.m. And our very special guest, Charlie Bernhout, who's in our studio this morning. You'll hear his cantorial selections between 10 and 11 tonight. The uh, Jewish Soul Hour. The Hour of Jewish Soul. And in this case, you know what it means. It means cantorial music. Make sure to be tuned in. By the way, tomorrow morning right after JM and the AM, Naomi Nachman is on. And she will feature Daniel Gordon, who hosts our stunt show this coming Sunday. JM and the AM and jmtheam.org is having a men's cook-off competition a men's cook-off competition it'll happen this sunday night father's day it will be played on our stream next thursday you can add this to the list of competitions that we have been privy to be part of over the last few months including the papa shot including the sd ackerman versus ellie Hagler in table tennis you could add this one uh to the competition list and uh, she'll be speaking with daniel gordon about that, and I believe Yassi Zweig, who's with us live via telephone, is actually going to be uh, emceeing and uh, announcing that event. Yassi Zweig, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Are you, you the? Know, I, I was looking at the list, and they're telling the contestants they have to make three servings of each dish so the judges can taste it. And I'm thinking I'm there, ZK's there. You know, 
there's other steps there we also want to taste. What are we supposed to do for two hours? Just well, watch the mouth-watering food? Well, from what, we, what we've been told at these professional shows, like the one that's going to be happening, only the judges get to taste. Oh, well, Yossi. <laughs> Terrible. But uh, I've, been a, I've been a fan of the show Chopped for a long time, and this right. is going to be in that theme, you know? I think, and I'm, I'm happy to say that I, I believe this would be the first of many competitions like this. You know, I mean, everybody's getting a secret basket. They don't know what's in it. They have a short amount of time to create something. And, and besides bragging rights, I think the winner gets a nice gift certificate. Oh, very nice. So we have a very, very big day planned for this coming Sunday. We'll give you the details, folks, as we get closer to the actual air date, which will be Thursday, uh, next Thursday night here at JM and the AM. Dot org and um, I'm trying to think now. Maybe you remember who we thanking for the grand prize for the uh, competition. I have to pull up. My I also have to pull email. up the information. I forget. <laughs> it is eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, we have a big thank you, which we'll give at some point during this conversation. All right, but the point of today's conversation is something else. Uh, first of all, I hear uh, based on what you tell me, everyone's talking about the Yakov Shweki discussion from yesterday. A lot of people were talking about the Yakov Shweki discussion. I-, I wanted you to know that. Um Menachem Tucker in Israel did an interview with Yaakov, but being that Yaakov lived in Israel, they had to do it through Skype. But nobody was able to get Yaakov Shorky in studio but Nachum Siegel. Well, I appreciate that. It was a, quite a morning, a lot of fun. Anybody who missed it, check out the archive section of jmtheam.org. And um, yesterday you did quite a live lunch. Everyone's enjoying all the brand new music and constant information on Wednesdays at 12 noon for us, and I thank you for that. But today, our focus is something that's going on tonight. You introduced this concept to me a few weeks ago. You and I have always wondered to each other if this type of event and this type of thing would work. Let's start uh, from. Uh, let's start a couple of weeks back. Remember, the, uh, you had Sholey on Thirteenth Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, essentially playing a show while everybody enjoyed Kugel and Sholent on a Thursday night. You remember that, right? Yeah, I mean, it was it was really interesting. I mean, people have known for years that great food and great music go together, right? Uh, I mean, look at Broadway and, and you know, Broadway-style shows where they have, they'll have a meal or, or, or uh, they have, you know, these... Yeah, sure. Uh, what do they call it? The, the theater, you know, they have the horses and the race. You know, they, they try to... People try to adapt and put music and food together. It's the best of both worlds, and people can keep themselves busy, you know, eating while, while the show's going on. Right. And we thought, why not bring two good things together somewhere local for people to enjoy, especially on a Thursday night? And uh, the interesting fact was there were a lot of women that came in to either place orders or pick up orders for their family for Shabbos. And, you know, a couple of them were commenting to the owner how they'd love to stay and watch something like this. Right. But, uh, you know, it looked like there were more men. Than, you know, it was pretty much a lot, mostly men, and they, they felt uncomfortable. But, you know, people were standing around outside watching the show. And tonight, therefore, we're sort of doing it again, but a little bit of a different venue and a little bit earlier in the evening. Explain to everybody what's happening tonight. So basically, what we're doing is we're going to the famed Carlos and Gabby's of Brooklyn. I'd like to thank the Zajcik family for, for trying this out and seeing how it works. We're calling it a music night. This is on Coney Island Avenue. This is on Coney Island, uh, 1376 Coney Island Avenue between Avenue J's and K. There you go. Uh, we're setting up at 6. We're starting at 6.30, and we'll go till 9 or maybe even later. I mean, obviously, depending on the crowd. But um, Sholey is going to be performing his hits. Sholey is also debuting new music, which is a first for him as we just started working on his album, his next album. But, I mean, even at the other show, Sholey's doing a lot of mainstream stuff, which nobody would expect from him. I mean, the fact that he did... Yes, Tikvan, cry no more. <laughs> Nobody would consider, you know, seeing a guy with a guitar try songs out like that. 
And he did it, mainstream huh? songs nowhere near his regular repertoire. Obviously, he did a lot of Kumsitz, he did some Kalbach, he did some Yitzhak Fuchs, but it's not about the singer, it's about the music. And tonight... And he happens to be a great singer-musician, too. Right. That's, that's part of it. So, so tonight, Sholi, in concert, so to speak, uh, performing yeah. at Carlos and Gabby's on the south side of Coney Island Avenue. What's the exact address? 1376. 1376 Coney uh, Island so Avenue. Because of the, you know, the way, you know how Carlos and Gabby is built. It's a little bit yeah. narrow where you walk through and then it opens up the room. Correct. So we're going to be, uh, you know, they're doing the entire event upstairs in the party room, which isn't used for the night. All right, so upstairs. So there's plenty of room for people. Obviously, you want to sit downstairs, you'll be able to hear the music, there'll be a speaker. Um, and here's something interesting. So I was telling uh, Dina Zajic that we need, you know, I think we should have a, a special for the evening in order to entice people to say, hey, you know, I love Sholi, I love Carlos and Gabby's. They're not expensive at all, but, you know, if I'm coming with my family for right. dinner, maybe, you know, I want something different. So she told me they have something called Mexican Cholent. Mexican Cholent. <laughs> I have never heard of it. So the special is Mexican Cholent fries and coke for nine ninety nine. I have been told on Twitter through fans that they don't know what they're missing with Mexican Cholent. It, it is the most underrated Cholent in New York City, and people's minds will be blown. All right. So that's besides, of course, their regular menu. Right. I wanted to mention that you were playing uh, Shabbos in Liverpool. Right. From Lenny before, and right. you know, I've spoken to Lenny many times over the years. Uh, very rarely do we get to meet, but last summer we were in Kutcher's for Shabbos, where he did the Shabbos in Liverpool. Right. Nothing like that. And then we learned Dafyomi together. <laughs> and uh, here I am learning Dafyomi with, with whoever's giving the share in Kutcher's, and, and Lenny's sitting next to me. It's like learning Dafyomi with a beetle. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's amazing. We had him. We had him for. We had him for a Shabbat in Liverpool on the Lower East Side. It was amazing. Being with Lenny and getting to hear his views on music, on life, uh, I mean, he's a lot deeper than people give him credit for. No question he about it. He really is. He's amazing. Uh, and not my ho- I-, I know that the show is going on partially during, you know, the Thursday night program. Right. I'm hoping you stay, you- you'll be able to stop by. But people should remember, if you're able to go to the live program, I implore you to stop by. Even if you don't want to eat something, stop by. Watch the music. Obviously, the smells will probably get to you, and you're going to have to buy something. But if you're not, and you can't attend it, there's no reason you shouldn't be listening to the Thursday Night Extravaganza on the Malcolm Siegel Network. I appreciate that very much. All right, Jesse Zweig reminds everybody, 6.30 it starts tonight? 6.30, yeah. 6.30, Carlos and Gabby's uh, 1376 Coney Island Avenue is Sholi, the featured performer. We'll get to his music in a second. And everyone go and enjoy. should be a great night, and hopefully there will be more of these uh, coming up. Yassi Zouag, thank you so much for uh, checking in. Thank you, Nachum, and uh, looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. Yes, Sunday we'll see you, and we will find out who we have to thank regarding the prizes for Sunday's competition. Essentially, four members of the Nachum Siegel Network go up against, male members of the Nachum Siegel Network are going up against each other in a chopped competition. That happens on Sunday. On Father's Day, Yassi Zouag will serve as host. And then Thursday, we will play the actual procedure and proceedings on our network. We'll have details, don't worry, believe me, starting with tomorrow morning, Naomi Nachman will have plenty of details coming up. This is Sholi, as promised, right here at JM in the AM.
That's Sholi tonight. He's at uh, Carlos and Gabby's. I thank Yossi Zweig for briefing us on the interesting uh, Kumsitz uh, type, well, not Kumsitz, but uh, performance type event that's happening on Coney Island Avenue tonight. JM and AM Thursday. Don't forget Malcolm Homeline tomorrow. Malcolm will discuss the events of this week and what we call the weekly update. Tomorrow morning right here at JM and the AM. Malcolm Homeline at 7.40 in the morning. Mazel tov to Shari and Yaakov Kessler. I am told that they are celebrating their 30th wedding anniversary. Wow. Shari and Yaakov Kessler. Um, they are celebrating happy anniversary number 30. Mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. They have been listeners for the last, well, yeah, 30 years. And... Um, I thank them. Charlie Bernhout's in our studio this morning as we're playing some cantorial pieces, and we're talking about the event happening on June the 23rd. Cantor Moshe Stern, Cantor Joseph Malavani, and Charlie Bernhout are being honored by the American Society for Jewish Music. It's happening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage a week from this coming Sunday night. Main event caterers will be the caterer that night. Phone number 212-874-3990, extension 1, 212-874-3990, extension 1. Uh, email address tribute dinner at Jewish Music dash ASJM dot org. Jewish Music dash ASJM dot org. A couple of things you wanted to mention, Charlie. Number one, uh, you're doing your own kumzits in uh, in different places, right? Yes, uh, we ran some successful ones uh, at Westside Institutional and Fifth Avenue Synagogue, and we're looking to do a kumzits uh, or two in Brooklyn. All right. We have to find the right shul uh, that will step up or uh, a restaurant or whatever, so uh, I, I really have to go over this with you, Nachum, because <laughs> you certainly know what's happening in Brooklyn. And I will try my best to help out on that. And, and of course, uh, your listeners, uh, most of them know that my show is on my website. I do a new two-hour program every week. Over. How do they access the website? It's simple. Charlie Bernhout, B-E-R-N-H-A-U-T, C-H-A-R-L-I-E, Bernhout.com. And uh, all my shows are archived. Uh, they can listen to the first hour, which is the mixture of non-Khazanis, and then the second hour is strictly Khazanis. And uh, I have people from 35 countries. Uh, I don't know their their uh, email addresses, but I've got South Africa and Australia. and uh, The most recent one. show you did, you featured which cantor? Uh, it was... Oh, uh, which cantor recently? Uh, well... I don't call Dudu Fisher a uh, cantor, but I, I did Ooh, interview... Uh, I did. <laughs> he's great. When he does, because honest... Anybody uh, who does a three-hour shachris is a cantor in my book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I did the Kusevitsky brothers. Oh. Uh, yeah, I gave a talk out of the West... Uh, all six of them, huh? All six four, Kusevitsky. All, all four of them. Uh, <laughs> all 12 Kusevitsky ha- brothers? Hampton uh, Synagogue. <laughs> I did a, a talk a couple of weeks ago. Maisha David... Yaakov and Simcha. Yaakov and Simcha. Yeah, that, that was... Uh, wow. They, they, they were fantastic. One of the f- most famous brother quartets in history. For sure. You have the Marx Brothers, <laughs> and you have the Kusevitsky Brothers. It's Two quite, completely different acts, it's by the way. quite a story how they uh, survived. Uh, oh, they're amazing. All right, uh, what do people do if they have a collection of, of uh, cantorial LPs that they think... Charlie Bernhout would want to add to his 15,000. 908-217-1358 is my cell phone. And you really <laughs> do want to go through people's collections. Unlike me, when people call and I say, we can't do anything with those LPs, oh, no. you want to go through them. I drove down to Baltimore a few weeks ago. Oh, Somebody God. had a collection. He You're had, a maniac, Charlie. I, I know. <laughs> and I, I visited two different people, uh, uh, the Goldstein family. Uh, he had the printing shop on, on 16th Of course, Avenue. I remember the Goldstein. Yes, uh, uh, and uh, Mr. Goldstein. 
actually the, the brother uh, gave me some recordings uh, that his brother had, and right. uh, another fellow. I went through two thousand albums. I found thirty or forty that were. <laughs> so you always find treasures, no matter. Oh, what. I, I know I don't have it all, and uh, you know my goal with uh, this whole uh, program right. is first to focus on Chazanis to have the greatest archive of cantoral music in the world to right. be indexed and to be available and uh, I know I don't have every recording so if anyone is out there who uh, may have recordings that they feel are not, and I'm not looking for Rosenbart, Harshman, Quart and Stern you know, I, I ha- and, and Malavani I, I ha- yeah, if Charlie's heard of them he knows yeah. he has it yes <laughs> I, I want the ones that you had when uh, you uh, were a member of a shul in California and the cantor had a record or a CD or a tape so uh, you can call me on my cell, 908-217-1358, and I will travel any place to, to buy have that the, record. Do you have any Arla Diamond uh, LPs? Oh, my gosh. How many I, do you have? How many did Arla well, Diamond? No, Arla Diamond only had two albums. That's it. But I recently uh, played on my show. I found a live uh, concert from... Um, uh, somebody gave me the uh, a tape, and I, I I was blown away by it, and I, I played it on my show. His son is on Facebook. If you want to try to contact him and see if there were any other uh, albums, <laughs> I follow him on Facebook. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah. goodness! Uh, He's an interesting character. Yes, <laughs> Jay. Jay Diamond is Arla Diamond's son. No joke. Yes, I know. I know. He used to be on the uh, radio. I, right. don't, I don't know. I lost track of him. Yeah, sure. He got to get into Facebook, Charlie. By the way, Nachman, uh, yeah. it's hard to believe it was 1977 that I first. Uh, came to WFMU with, wow. uh, with Larry Gordon, and then I remember you came in eighty or eighty-one, and uh, I was barely yeah. in diapers when you started over here. I'm well, I congratulate or out of diapers, I should I, say. I congratulate you on what you've built this Thank to. You. Uh, it's certainly uh, the most important uh, Jewish music program. I still have not become a cantorial advocate, but you're being recognized for being <laughs> one on Sunday, June twenty-third. Join the uh, amazing cantors, and of course Charlie Bernhout in this special tribute. Uh, at the uh, American at the Museum of Jewish Heritage on Battery Place in New York City, two one two eight seven four three nine nine zero, extension number one. I hope it's a great event. We wrap up with Nachum. Uh, just so that people know, the the funds are to uh, digitize and help index my collection. Uh, all over fifteen thousand. <laughs> yes, which is amazing. Yes. That's why I think you do have everything, but hey, <laughs> no. maybe you're right and you don't. All right, we wrap up with Kendra Moshe Stern. Oh, no, uh, with no. Kentor Malavani. Yes. We wrap up with Kentor Malavani. Imesh Kachech. Charlie, we'll see you a week from Sunday night. Amen. And Mazal Tov to Thank you. Thank this you. This is JM in the AM.
Achena Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. We're going to listen to sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, around the world on the web, jmdm.org. My thanks to Charlie Bernhout. My thanks to uh, Stephen Miller from Israel with the Formula One race. My thanks to uh, the Resnicks and company. Uh, who joined us earlier. My thanks to Yossi's Y. Don't forget an amazing day of programming all day long at jmnam.org. Pay careful attention to our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nachum Siegel, and of course on Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net or at Tall Jewish Radio, either one. And uh, tomorrow we're back. Malcolm Holmline will join us for the weekly update and plenty more. Have a fabulous Thursday. Stay dry in this area. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.